Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 Can't even try, but I hope you appreciated my attempt to do a Gloria Yo, a Gloria. Gloria, I wish I had your number. Uh, So, hi, guess what this is? It's not 80s or 90s karaoke, it's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yeah, baby. Latinos, yeah. Latinos, Latinos. It's a great intro, right? Shout out to Scales. Like, that's mm. a great intro. It's, it's so great. evergreen. It's great. Evergreen, um, you know what I mean? So, guys, have you been you've been hearing the Kanye West is back on the oh, this guy's back in the news. He's doing oh all these interviews. Oh, like this guy's he's saying Here more we go. crazy stuff. I think he bought like the conservative version of Twitter. And so he bought that and he's going to start that up. Hold on. Is he selling White Lives Matter shirts now or something like that? Right. That was the other thing he had. Um, He was oh, wearing a White Lives smokes. Matter t-shirt and some like runway stuff. Uh, this guy's show. all over the place. Holy He's smokes. Now he's basically a walking uh, headline. A, talk, <laughs> a walking and talking headline. Like he... I think he wants all the smoke, the media smoke. He wants yeah, he does people to be talking about him. Again, uh, I don't know. I think, I think you got to just ignore. Like he's like the guy on the subway that's just talking to himself. You know, yeah. <laughs> you just got to ignore parallel. him and keep and keep walking, keep walking, and um, because the more attention he gets, the more he's gonna keep, you know, blabbing his mouth. But yo, we forget he's an artist, man. He's like an artist. Like again, you can have opinions about other stuff, but like I don't know. It just seems like he wants to get a response. Yo, Trump uh, mentioned okay. Trump even mentioned him today. Said that he had he has like some mental mental health issues. So it's he gotten did? to that point. Yeah, they both. I mean, obviously they both do. Yeah, but I thought they were boys. I didn't know Trump was talking. I know, right? I don't get it, man. I don't know. They're spinning us uh, around sometimes. Maybe one day it's gonna come out that Kanye is like doing this to raise awareness for the need for universal mental health care in this country or something. Like that. <laughs> Maybe, maybe this is all gonna play out. (laughs) You know, maybe it's all a performance. You said he's an artist, right? So maybe it's like a five-year plan, and it's all been written. And now Mm. is the mental whirlwind part. This is where Mm. the spiral goes out of control, and it's really just an effort to raise awareness. I doubt this is all gonna happen, but I'm just saying, in my fairy world, again. I'm not gonna feel bad for him if he's off his meds because it's like, dude, you could get on, you can easily just take your vitamins and shut the f up, but you don't. You choose not to, so that's on him. But um, but speaking of controversial comments, mm. we uh we were doing some YouTube uh, exploring right on our YouTube yeah. page and um just looking at episodes and sometimes people write comments on our on our shows uh and we've we found a comment from three months ago Mm -hmm. on one of our episodes and it was like a very kanye-esque rant yeah like that (laughs) it was a very long-winded and hateful rant 
about yeah. us. And it was it was straight out of left field, you know. Shout out to the MLB playoffs right mm. now. So I, I don't know, Rachel, if you want to, like, read an excerpt from it, because um, it was pretty long. It was a rant. But I guess we won't we won't we won't say the name of the person, but this is a real person that shared these comments to us. So, Rachel, <clears throat> thank you very much, my brothers here. Here it goes. L.M.A.O. You're white girl, a white Latina. Don't matter where you went to school or grew up. Don't matter how many reggae artists you can name off the top of your head, how loud you play your reggae music, how much you love it. You're white, blanca. Eso es lo que tú eres, una blanca mestiza. Phenotype is white. Latinx is not a race. Todos en este video son gente blanca, Latinos, Hispanic, annoying gente blanca. Yeah. yeah. That shit was annoying, really, after all that. Oh, by the way, y'all are annoying, too. Okay, keep going. I was on YouTube listening to dope black music. Then YouTube went to commercial and your whack video came on. Shout out to YouTube, though, for... for <laughs> Thank for, you, you know, for that algorithm. Yeah, Thank yeah you. the algorithm is, is getting out there. Okay, go, Rachel. Sorry. The shit made me cringe. Why do y'all separate yourselves from whiteness? Y'all are white, exclamation point. Okay. Damn. Okay. That is the comment. So I think in the episode, you must have been talking about reggae because for some reason she went off Which on a reggae, often comes on a reggae tangent. Yeah, it's like, I don't care if you know Shabba ranks. You could sing a ling all you want, school bella ring, okay? You okay. white. Thank you, I, by the way. So she's, so I don't she's, care if you, if you met a man twice your age. Good observation. <laughs> so she's upset that we're not white enough? Is that what she's saying? No, she's saying don't separate yourself from who you are as far as being, um, le, you know, saying you're white Latinos. Um, I, I don't I don't think that we separate ourselves. We never claim shit like that, you know, because we're a comedy show. Like, we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what show you thought you were listening to when you the YouTube sent you to us. But um, we're just trying to have fun and represent the culture the way we know how. And I feel like we speak for the most part for ourselves. You know, I don't speak for anybody else. I, I speak for we speak for our experience as a Latinos. I just have a few things to say. When Pregnant Queen came out and the comments are still being commented on there were some really hurtful things in there that really taught me a lesson mm. i was super pregnant in that video and they still threw dirt on you right still calling me fat hey. you know what i'm saying making all the like just really that's some hurtful people man to hurt try to hurt you like that yeah but you know other people on youtube came to my defense so i just kind of let that happen organically like people wrote she's pregnant dumbass like she's carrying a life like right. but whatever you know so i really cannot and will not accept the hatred via a wall of the internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? I We give you our phone number every week, 978. You have a direct line to us literally on social media. I, do you guys not check all your DMs? I check no. every single one of them. Me too. Holla they, they, could call, they could call me. We could talk about it. The other piece of it is like, I'm sort of confused as to why you think me naming reggae artists is a mechanism to be more within the Afro-Latina mm. 
culture. Like you think me dropping names of reggae artists makes me feel less white. I'm really com concerned and confused with the way she thinks is like you are part of the problem as to why we are so divided. Mm. You are exactly the problem because you are trying to divide when really there's more common denominators that we should be talking about. Yeah. We are out here representing and moving Latinos forward no matter what freaking color you are, they are, we are. That's not what this is about. This is about taking a segment that often gets misrepresented, underrepresented, also increasing education about who we are, our mores and cultures, what makes us so vibrant. That's what this show is about. And if you think that's annoying, then you need to talk to some ancestors because our culture is the shit. Mm. And that's all we do here is elevate it. Wow. That, that's all I have to say. Just to add in the sense of like what Ridge was saying that we, she saw one episode of, of and I don't even know if she saw the whole thing, but <laughs> if she knew anything about the show, she would know that we've had conversations about this, yep. these topics on the show with Afro-Latinos. We have every type of Latino you could think of on the show yep. talking about their experiences, talking about their life. We represent ourselves the way we represent ourselves naturally, organically. If wow. anything, we're doing her a favor by talking about it. But um, wow. again, don't use troll language. Don't don't leave with hate because we ain't... Mm. We, we ain't trying to hear that. We ain't trying to hear we that. If you want to have, have a real educated conversation, then, you know, then you can hit us up. But other than that, we're out here. We out here. And we respond. And the final thing I will say is thank you so much for the view on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Well, that, you know, look, it's it's great that we read these things and we talk about it we could just sweep them under the rug and like delete but let's talk about it yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah, about everything this is this is latinos out loud yeah. okay we much rather get compliments though so don't <laughs> you know if you want to hit us up with some nice shit please that would be nice too yeah that that we prefer like easily <laughs> yeah the five wow. stars would be nice um okay what's good. next guys where do we go from here you know, we got that out of the way. We got some positivity coming up. Yeah. Some Latino positivity up in here. And we have um we have a guest, Rachel. Do you want to introduce? I sure do. Like Jamie and Frank, I had the time of my life at the press junket for Acapulco, which is out of the brain of Eugenio Derbez, a comedy icon in this space. And now season two of Acapulco is on Apple Plus TV. And the cast is, aside from being uber talented, amazing and nice people. I just have to say everyone was so nice. Um, the show is outstanding. The show is bilingual and you got to check it out. I like to tell people it's kind of like, you know, I used to watch the Bob Newhart show with my parents back in the day. Where wow. it was like these white people in the sticks that owned a bed and breakfast. And yeah. then I used to watch the Jamie Foxx show. And this is Acapulco, Latinos running the resort. So it's really exciting to watch. It's also exciting to watch the Latino and non-Latino <laughs> Um, dynamic and all the jokes that come of that. The writing, Jamie, oh my gosh, the writing. So, 
you know, I asked a lot of the talent about how jokey it is. Nice. And all of them said the same thing is that those were simply the words being lifted off of the pages of the scripts that the writers did such a phenomenal job at putting these jokes together and crafting the story and allowing for each character's distinction to really pop at the surface. So we were inv invited uh -oh. to the press junket and I'm really proud of Latinos Out Loud. Shout out nice. to us working our way into these rooms, into these Zoom rooms, and also being given ample time with the talent. You know, there's media outlets in there and they're like, all right, two minutes, this one, four minutes, that one. And yeah. they're like, all right, Latinos Out Loud, 10 minutes. And I'm just like, this is amazing access. With 10 minutes, we get to go in. We yeah. get to go harder in the paint and learn more about this amazing talent. I really enjoyed all of these interviews. It was crazy. There was, it was hours and I was basically directed to four different Zoom rooms wow. where talent was paired up two at a time. So I spoke Ooh. to eight cast members of what? a couple people. Damn, okay. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, without further ado, check out the interview with eight members of the cast of Acapulco, which is out on Apple Plus TV, and it's so funny. Check it out. Hey. Hello, hello. How Did you are just you? hear all of them? I just got here. What the okay. hell? Ah, we were singing. We were singing. We were I, celebrating. I, I, was singing. <laughs> I was singing Augusta and Adriana's song for the next new season. season. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Because you know what? I was singing um, Necesita Dinero. <laughs> really? Necesita Dinero. <laughs> ah, she was, she was hearing, right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we were, we were singing the same thing. <laughs> got him good. Got him good. <laughs> You, you guys, got me. hi, I'm Rachel with the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh Hello. my God, it's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Un placer <laughs> off the bat. This is a karaoke party, I see. This is Acapulco. This is what you get in the show and you get it behind the scenes too. I love it. I love it, you guys. I congratulations. Speaking of Acapulco, season two. Yes. Congratulations to you both. You're so funny. You're <laughs> so you. great. Thank you. I, Thank you. I, I just have to kick this off by saying how much I'm enjoying this show and thank you for bestowing your talent. And I can see that you're each giving your all. You're oh. giving your all. You're putting your hearts on the screen for us. And what a lovely multicultural bilingual sancocho. It's, <laughs> um, Standing ovation for that. Watching you guys uh, do this and also showcase this, I'd like to ask you, Season one versus season two, we're seeing a lot more English, right? Yeah. Uh, there's different dynamic, enhanced dynamic. The comedy, I didn't think it would be able to be turned up. It has been turned <laughs> up. It's The cheek muscles hurt. Tell me about it. They really, me duele. So gracias. I'm going to yeah, send you guys a yeah. doctor's bill for the muscles in my face that are now broken Pero from laughing so es hard. dolor sabroso. That's the good thing. Es un dolor sabroso. Rico. Well, cuéntame, like, talk to me about season two and finding your characters again and adding some new things. Can you tell me about that? Of course. Yeah. Firstly, I, I agree. I agree with you about the, how funny it is. 
Like in this season, I I truly uh, couldn't stop laughing, and in some cases it was on set. So I was like, oh, sh sh I'm, oh my god, <laughs> I, I want to be like like comedy is serious. So keep Enrique like, focus. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, but <laughs> yeah, because we we were all so funny. So uh, but oh, okay, uh, this season, well, um, there's a lot of growth, and and there's a lot of like blend between uh, love and, and comedy. Our characters are back in Las Colinas in 1985. He got the job of his lifetime. Life. So we are ready for more adventures. Obviously, uh, like the tough times uh, are coming, but well, we are united. I mean, and, and what was so cool this season is that our writers and our producers pay a lot of attention about what people loved about the first season and, and hence on that. But also, I feel like our first season was the introduction to this world, to Maximo, to his life story. And then in the second season, we get to dig deeper into every single character storyline wow. and how that affects Maximo. More layers. More layers, more... You see characters that didn't get to interact in the first season and now they get to interact. And that's where the extra comedy is from. Um, new relationships, new stories, and, and the fact that it's, it's opening up to like an ensemble piece per se, uh, on top of Maximo's story. So it's a lot of fun. That's a really great point because all the cast members are so different. You piece them all together and it's a beautiful Acapulco puzzle yes. that comes together nicely with so many pieces. So shout out to the writers, yes. right? All your castmates have been saying the same thing, that the words are easy to be lifted from the page yeah, the, and then put through your voice. The you want to speak to that? We, we, we're very lucky to, to not only have some of the most talented people in the industry working for us, but we have a mix, also a multicultural writer's room. So our writer's room is so diverse and authentic within itself that we're very lucky to work with people who want to put a positive light in our community, you know, and 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 they they write from the heart, exactly. and then we exactly. act from the heart. So it's just a mixture of love and passion and and wanting good representation, yeah, and we're putting it out there. It's, um, it's it's very easy to to perform these dialogues uh, because they, the, the the characters jumped off the page and and uh, they are very like rich and they know us so well that now they know our strengths and our weaknesses exactly so they they are writing catering to what we can do best you know so which how lucky that we can say that you know that people are watching what we can do and, and appreciating yeah. it in that way yeah every opportunity that there is for either a joke or a life lesson is really brought in this script. Yes. I cannot believe the amount of one-liners. I'm like, oh, that belongs on a bumper sticker. Oh, that <laughs> belongs on a t-shirt. Like there are so there are life lessons, and there's also a lot of Latinidad yes. that is relatable. Um, I want to ask you, I mean, we're talking about our favorite things here, but if you had to narrow it down, what is your favorite part of working on Acapulco? Ooh. For me, can I, is that okay? Um, this is my TV debut. And yes! the character, thank you. The character Woo! that I get to play is a character very memo, dear to my heart, because everything that encompasses memo, it's also what makes Fernando Fernando. You know, we're very similar. But those characteristics that my character has, like his size, you know, his energy, et cetera, et cetera, his accent, all of those things were things that I was told when I was going to school for, for acting. That, that would keep me away from booking jobs. 
Oh no! And, and it's what makes me me, you know? So this character in this show celebrates me and my people. And it's like a slap across the face to everyone who told me that being myself was not good enough. Um, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's a show with a lot of pride and a lot of like, aquí estamos y no nos vamos, you know? So that's my favorite part about the show, that it's, it's about being who you are and waving your flag way up high. Yes, Fernando, I just happen to have a flag here. Hey. And I hear you. Hey, and wave, I it, wave, it, wave so it higher, much. wave it higher. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Enrique. Oh my for God, me, that was For me, the, the, um, the show reminds me of how I, I started in this career. Uh, the, you know, that, that fire that, that I had when I started in, in short films and And he still has, I hope and so I still, he still have it. Thank you, thank you, yeah, and, and yeah. how I, I really wanted to support my family and, 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 and to, to keep it up, um, and how I had to, to, to grow even faster, uh, and to be this provider. And that's how I feel this relation with Maximo, because there's a lot of Maximo that I truly had and I have these days. So uh, it, it's wonderful how he protects uh, his family, how, how he cares uh, of, other, from of, other of, of others, uh, especially uh, Memo and, and his love interest and basically his job, how he cares and how he with bravery he he faces every day's uh, challenges i i keep that that is quite lovely both <laughs> of you thank you so much for bestowing us with your talents oh, thank you <laughs> and thank really you. showcasing the fun that you're having on acapulco it's quite lovely it's fun to watch do you have any words of advice through the lens of your characters or not, what you've learned from being your characters in Acapulco or not. Do you have any advice for other creators out there aspiring to be the future Enriquez and the future Fernandos? I will say uh, quick that uh, be, be true to yourself, believing you. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of noise. So I think the best answers are within you. Yeah. Um... If Memo has taught me anything is that being yourself, it's more than enough. And yes. I feel proud. that you gotta be proud and you gotta, you gotta be um, loving to yourself and showcasing the word. Uh, you need to show the word what you're made of. Um, that's what makes a difference. We are more than enough. More we than enough. We are more than enough. Yes. I am more than enough. So are you guys. You guys, we love you on Acapulco season two. Too many more seasons and too much more success. God bless you both. Thank you for your time. Thank you. On the Latino so nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Buenos dias. Buen dia. Buen dia. Hello. Yeah. It's so nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much for giving Latinos out loud your time. <laughs> pero, pero thank you for also giving us, the audience, 
so much laughter that my cheeks, I really can't control. <laughs> Acapulco is so funny. Season two is incredible. I know there's a lot of wild things that happen, okay? But there is tremendous relatability here. I just want you yes. guys to know that. And through your characters, we really feel that. We're seeing topics now being covered in the show that I, as a viewer, I'm so proud. I'm so proud that we're talking queer comedy. Yes. I'm so proud that we're representing for different segments of our market that normally aren't, right? Like normally are not woven into a script. When you read this topic, and let's just call it uh, queer representation for now. Like when you read about this topic and the scripts that you were handed, what did you think? And how did you come to finding your character connection with that topic? Well, first of all, when I read the script, I was like, wow, we have a really good team of writers. Mm -hmm. um, because you, you, when you just read and you connect like, like instantly. And I, well, I did like my research. I have a lot of conversations with um, women in in, in well um who lived in the 80s <laughs> and just talking with the directors the showrunners the creators with Vanessa with uh, my castmates and uh, it was a challenge and I'm just so proud and so thankful to to yeah to play Sarah mm -hmm. uh is it has been a very important issue because as uh, as an actress since I started 30 years, 36 years ago, when I started professionally as an actor, I'm wow. social. Um, I'm a, an entity with a social responsibility in all my things as a human being in my social labor as an actor also. So I can applaud it. So okay. Yes, and I I, <laughs> I refuse to participate in narcs shows, movies, soap operas, telenovelas, series about. Uh, apology, apologize cri uh, the criminality of Latinos and Latinas. Uh, I refuse to that to do that. So I'm very picky with my work. We're very, very, um, very, 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 you know, very um, consciousness about the responsibility that we have because we can get to, you know, millions of. Uh, persons around the world for eternity. You know, you never know when uh, a movie or a show, a show is going to be on air, you know, on, on the web or whatever. So we have a very, very uh, important responsibility in order to change or enlighten the greatest values that we have beyond nationalities and yeah. cultural differences as human beings. So that's what I'm very proud to represent also Nora, but Nora confronting this uh, deep uh, issue about identity. No, no it, it's beyond sexuality. You're it right. has to be with uh, yeah. the the right, the human rights of women and and teenagers and and girls to be what they want to be. And it is is still uh, um, a challenge in our you know uh, Latin America is still. Uh, we, uh, we live in Mexico and it's a femicide 
uh, and machism country. You know what I mean? So violence against women and the, the issues about gender and being inclusive, it has to start in family. You have, we have to start talking about that, this around the table in a very nice and beautiful way of speaking like the writers does in Acapulco with respect, dignity, but, but most of all with responsibility and love in order to re-encounter ourselves yeah. like families, like part, like members of the same tribe in the planet that we need to support each other yeah. and recognize the value of the bravery that you know that you need as a woman or man or ch a child to confront everybody in order to be yourself and be that respect. Me emociona because it takes voices like yours to really put you know, you have the, the conduit and you're using your voice through that conduit for all of us. So thank you for representing. Okay, let's talk more about the characters because yes. we're just, we're Latinos here. We just get right to it. Yeah. I'm here sipping my cafecito. Vamos chismear. Vamos. Okay, let me talk about the bochinche. Este, pero <laughs> I would love to know what it took for both of you as seasoned actors, as pros, to find your character? What was that process like? Well, it was very interesting. I think I, I remember that I was like in front of my mirror and I was like, okay, um, okay, uh, maybe I can do like this or something. But I, I, to me, it's more like um, instinct, like instinct? intuition. Intuition. Ah, yeah. Yes. Um, because I mean, like a teenager, like in the eighties and it, like, you know, you just like the energy, I don't know. It was like very interesting and talking with the writers, like how do you see Sarah and, and seeing, uh, seeing like the people in real life. Um, and, and I think that that's what make um, Sarah's, um, genuine, um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. What can you it's, share? It, it, but also, also about the intuition. Uh, the the showrunners uh, they have yes. a, a, in the first in the first season they have a, a chat with uh, personally personalized yeah. with each one, and oh, they ask really? us and, and question us about what we what how we saw uh, our characters mm -hmm. and what do we think about our characters and invite us and. You know, they were open to let us to propose these kind of things in order to yeah. be became alive together, the characters, in order to really um, incarnate, you know, the characters. So yeah. um, for me, that was very important because when you, as a creator or interpreter, you are treated by as a collaborator, a co-creator, yeah. co artistically and spiritually, it becomes... Uh, the characters became with many levels of reading. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And also they are so perfectly written that it's very easy to understand mm -hmm. what the hell is going on with each yeah. one because the the most beautiful thing yeah. of Acapulco is the collaboration right. between nations. It's an, you know, intercultural, real beautiful relationship, united but human values and by love and it's true. the creators uh, are from Mexico, United States, many nations. So they put Italy. the cultural um, shape of 
each character and situations very precisely. So it was very easy for us as Latinas reading and understand. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, what can they? What did they put this? It's so easy yeah. to understand yeah. and to go for it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we are blessed. We feel we blessed are. about this um, magnificent coincidence that we have as a team, as a family. We can say that now we are really uh, um, in touch and committed uh, family between us. We support each other among the scenes. Beautiful. We talk each other about our personal problems. We're lost, uh, our challenges, you know, as human beings. And we care. We really care each other. And uh, so the love that you can feel in Acapulco, it, 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 it's, you know, be be behind the, the cameras, you know, it's more than what you can see. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Totally. It's a great privilege to be yeah. part of this bunch of very beautiful that's why, human beings. Yeah, that's why the world needs to see yes. Acapulco. Yes. Por favor, el 29 yes. de octubre, 20, October 21st. Yes, and yes. Apple TV Plus, best, best streaming platform you, ever in the world. No, you. you know, let me tell you something. Thank you for being so, so bright. You are amazing. You have a great light. You have a joy of living. And never forget that you deserve the best, only the best. So God bless you. That's really, really so sweet. And I'm really touched. And I want to say congratulations on such a robust career, Vanessa. Thank you for just bestowing all of your talent to us, the viewer. And you have such an amazing and bright future ahead of you. And thank you also for giving us all of you and more in Acapulco. Yes. Thank you, mujeres. Thank oh, you. Oh, I Arriba love this mujeres, so much. Women on Arriba, top. Mujeres, mujeres, mujeres. <laughs> I feel me it was too early to be doing all this twerking, but you know, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah, you are amazing. Mwah, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks. The pleasure was all mine. And good luck to both of you. God bless. Hi there, I'm Rachel with the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. It's very nice to meet you. Thank you so much for giving your time to the podcast. Thank you for bestowing us with such great comedy excellence. And oh. some of my questions are for you both and, and whoever wants to grab them. I'm just going to go right in. I'm going to dive in the pool. Is that Do okay? it. Yes, yes. We're here with you. My first question is, what, um, what most allured you to the character that you're playing and what have you learned from being that character on Acapulco? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, uh, you know, when I, the, the moment I read the script, I felt like I knew who Diane was. And uh, she reminded me of the women uh, when I was first starting out as an actress, that uh, I was very lucky to be um, working with some women that were in their 50s and really guided me and supported me. Mm -hmm. You hear so much about actresses being cutthroat and older actresses and the all about Eve ideas, but uh, that wasn't the experience for me. I, I had wonderful women who inspired me and, and taught me so much about the business and, and taught me how to protect myself in this business. And, um, and they were these larger than life actresses who, yes, it was all about them, 
when they walked in a room and, and everybody, all eyes went on them, but they also had a way of making you feel very special and important. And I think that's what Diane does at the hotel. Like, yes, when she walks in, you know, it's Maximo's story, but it's Diane's world as far as she's <laughs> concerned. And, um, but she has a way of making everyone feel valued and special and she loves her staff and they're her family. And uh, so, so that all attracted me to the role. And, you know, when I watch Diane, I see the women from my past. That's who I hear. I hear there's, there's the voice I do and all of that is, is very personal to me. I was a big fan of the movie of How to Be a Latin Lover. Uh, I yes. love Eugenio Derbez's comedy. Uh, I grew up in Spain, but I grew up being a fan of his and of his work. And uh, so when I first, you know, got the audition, uh, I was like, I know this guy. I know how to play this guy. I know the world that we're living. Um, and I know what they want with Hector. So I just kind of like committed and trusted my gut instinct, truly believing that I knew what the creators of the show wanted. Um, mind you, due to my track record, like I've, I've only done drama, this is my, my first comedy, but I was so sure that I knew <laughs> what they wanted and I just went in there, auditioned. I felt like Hector kind of like just spoke to me right away. I felt it in my bones um, and we're here now. Now, when I was on set, I spoke with Jason Schumann, one of our creators and, and, and writers, and I was like, yeah, man, it's just like I, I I really feel like I got Hector from the get-go. I knew exactly what you guys wanted. And I was like, oh, we never envisioned Hector like that. Like, that was a complete, and I was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, no, 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 Hector. We had a completely different idea for Hector, but no you just way. came in with your take on it and, and we just decided to go with you. But I think maybe that just spoke very highly of how that first script was written. Like, yes. just words would fall off the page, character, they just jump out and uh, it's just very, very easy to to live in the world of Acapulco, you know? It's all on the page. It starts on the page. If it's not on the page, it's not on the stage. I love that call out. That is a true testament to the depth of the writing and the authenticity of it. I've been to resorts, okay, right. in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and the relatability cracks me up in and of itself. And I also felt that the script took every opportunity that there was for a joke to be inserted. Mm -hmm. We got it. The audience oh, got those jokes. And I really appreciate that in the writing. Also has to do with the acting, obviously. I love hearing that story because that's what you saw. And you went with your vision and you brought that to set and you killed it. That actually is a good segue to another question I like to ask the actors. Like, what was the process that each of you took to find and to develop and then give us, the audience, the characters that you're giving us? You know, we were talking about how we never get recognized because we look so different in person yeah. Yeah. compared to our, I don't know who takes longer in the hair chair. Uh, you you, you me, do, I, you, know. you, I mean, we're close, but you do a little. I have yeah. a lot more makeup, yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. I take I take a little more time. But uh, What was it. your time on the chair? Like, do you remember? I'm, I'm two hours. At oh, I'm, I'm two hours, I'm like two hours. Wow. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. I thought it'd be a lot more, actually, because I'm no. two hours in my own mirror. <laughs> in my one-bedroom apartment. Uh, well, you know, I, but, you know, everyone's process on the show is is different. But, um, you know, for me, it it's there's so much to do with the physicality of the character. And um, and I really don't 
it, you know, I can't, like, I couldn't do it dressed like this. You know, I have to have the nails and the makeup and the big hair and the outfits and the silk and the heels. And, you know, I, I need the whole package. And I always say my process isn't just my own. It really is a team of the most incredible makeup artist, hair, stylist, wardrobe. Uh, and then, you know, of course, the writing and the words that they give me to say, you know, it, it's just amazing. Uh, so it's it's a it's a long process of, of putting that. That's like the daily process of going through all of that. And, um, you know, and early on there was for me, there was the voice, which came very quickly because I have a person that I just, you know, one of my people and, um, uh, and the walk and how she carries herself. In the beginning, season one, I used to just walk around the hotel, uh, like I owned the place and when I wasn't working and I was like, oh, this is nice. Like I own Las Colinas. Uh, so, you know, but it's, it's, it continues to be a process and, um, I think season two, it was much easier to jump right in. And it was kind of amazing how easy it was to jump back into these characters after taking a break. And uh, how about you? What's your process? No, I mean, it's it's really what you you said. Like, it it takes a village. Yeah. And uh, as an actor up until now, I was used to maybe work more inside out. However, with Acapulco, it's been more outside in. It's the hair, the short shorts, uh, the high socks, just everything really adds up in the creation uh, of Hector and of Diane. And it's funny, you said you walked around the hotel uh, as if you owned it. Yeah. I walked around the hotel as if I owned it, yeah. too. And, and that's how, like... Uh, I came up with a walk. I, I, I Oh, Hector Strut is well, like nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's well, that the was greatest. But that was that was just like one day before starting to film the first the first season. I was just I I usually play Van Halen. That's my go to for Hector, and I just play Van Halen on Rock my on. AirPods, and I like walk around around the hotel. Does he sashays around the pool before scenes? Like, and it's almost like he's floating. He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really it's really about the physicality yes. the physicality of it all too, which I think it's one of the most fun parts about playing our characters because we have, in my opinion, the broader yes. characters in the show. It's it's the physicality that comes with it. And Absolutely, I, I I'm a big fan of like Jim Carrey and his physical comedy, and like I feel yes. like getting to play with that on the show is is a lot of fun for yeah. us, yeah. right? For sure. Thank you so much. As a fellow New Yorker, it's ah. really nice. Hello, New York in the house. Hello. <laughs> to see your career trajectory is just really incredible to watch your transitions. You keep reinventing yourself, and we are enjoying those transitions a That's lot. That's what everyone keeps telling me. <laughs> That's yes. Well, Thank you. Yes. It's fun. <laughs> And Rafael, gracias a usted. And even your transition into comedy, please don't leave. Oh, please thank you. Stay. We really love it. Thank Allah. you. Thank you. A ustedes. Gracias. And uh, God bless. Good vibes. Hello. Yes, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, or LOL, if you like acronyms and you like to laugh, which I know you guys do, um, I'm sure, because you make us laugh so much in oh, Acapulco. Thank you. Oh, my God. Cord and Camila, it is so nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Rachel. Um, <laughs> it's been a real... <laughs> There's a lot of energy here. Some love it. Some are like, can you dial it down? And the answer is, I can't. I really I love can't. It. I've uh, tried. We love it. 
Yes, good. I love your characters in Acapulco. Thank you make you. us laugh so much. You look so different in your non-80s and non-uniform way. I hope in a good way. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've been asking a lot of the same questions to your castmates, whom are all so lovely, and I can feel the chemistry and the love that you guys have for one another. That's amazing. So I'd love to know what just gave you that magnetic feeling uh, to the character. What brought you into the character? What made you want to do this, play this role in Acapulco? Well, First of all, I mean, when I got the script, it was so well written and it was so funny. And I come from drama. So to me, it was just like a different, just, just a whole different beast. So that's one. I wanted to be challenged. Second, it's yes. it's a female Latina lead. Um, and the way she was written, it was just very beautiful and, and powerful. And I wanted girls like me to see themselves on screen. So that's another one. And then third, it was just... The whole thing with Chad, the whole thing with Maximo. I just thought it would be fun to like dive into that. Um, and obviously working with Eugenio Herbes and working on a platform like Apple TV Plus, I was just like, this is just going to be so much fun. And I, I just really wanted to do it. Yes. And for you, Cord, coming from Glee and, and such a robust background, your career is really fun to watch. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, this was just, it's just like a kind of a no-brainer that just jumped, jumped out uh, off the page and like, you know, if it's not on the page, it's not on the stage. So the writing has to be there in order for, you know, to get these laughs in any way. And it just was, I was laughing reading it uh, and just really excited to uh, dive in and be a part of it. It's just like a really cool experience because I'm learning a lot. Uh, I get to play around with some comedy. You know, it's everybody can watch it. It's like a really fun uh, show for families. And uh, yeah, it's, I, it's a, it's probably the only time I could I would ever be fortunate enough to be on a bilingual show. <laughs> what an opportunity, right? But what sort of a projection of the future and where we are as Latinos, yeah. you know, no longer being a minority. Yeah. It's about time we're playing together on screen like this. Um, and I love your love story. I also feel like I know that like mother-in-law, daughter-in-law relationship. Know. Right, we oh, all know that's so, that. so relatable. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, it's like those so backhanded um, compliments. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, uh, uh, and then he, and then he, when you leave the when you leave the house, the the mother in law is talking to their son like she's not the one for you. I feel like that's how it feels. It's like, <laughs> it's so real. Okay, Cord, I I hope. I'm going to sort of guide this question towards you, but were there any skills or new training that you had to acquire for this role, i.e. tennis or anything, or, or how did you become uh, this very 80s tennis-loving character? Um, you know, I, I listened to a lot of, uh, a lot of like, wham, a lot of... Uh, uh, Springsteen, a lot of Billy Idol, and then uh, you know you just kind of you kind of just transform as you know as the music soaks into your soul, you know. It's so true, yo. That pool band kills me every time. They're so, play. They're oh so my good. gosh, they're so crazy! I love that. It's like become it's become its own thing now. <laughs> I could see that's another layer, another gift that you're giving us, that the writers are giving us, that the band is giving us, and that you all are also absorbing and they're playing. So yeah, extra, it'll, it's it'll hilarious. be like the most serious moment, you know. 
the most serious moment, and then it's just cut to just Eye of the Tiger, La Tigre, and uh, and it's, it's hysterical. It's so hysterical. I was singing Necesita Dinero for like two hours. Necesita Dinero. I love I can't wait for that song to, to finally be released on season two. I'm going to sing that every day when I wake up. Necesita Dinero. That's Donna Summer. She worked hard for the money. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what a, what so a knucklehead. <laughs> well, okay, we're talking about a lot of the fun had on set. I'd like to know what has been your favorite part uh, working on Acapulco. Oof. Well, my favorite part is obviously getting to live somewhere else, um, getting to experience a different culture. Um, I'm Colombian, but I grew up in New York. Um, Hi. Woo, woo. Are you York in his house. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> 718. Um, I'm actually 347, so I'm new school. Um, I got a 3472, and I missed that 917, I mean, baby. I know, or 718, one of those two. But <laughs> anyways, what were you going to say? That's such was... New York talk. Court is like, like, what are you guys talking 615 about? 615 over codes. here. <laughs> whoop, whoop, 615 represent. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like that's one of the best parts about working on the show. Like first, obviously, I, I, I get to live in a different country. I get to learn about a different culture, um, working on a bilingual show like this is like history in the making. Literally, I just hope to see more bilingual shows, you know, from here on out. And obviously, my castmates, um, we, we all became a family. We were hanging out every day. Um, and that was just re really fun. I uh, I really enjoyed that part. I love that. And for you, Cord, what was your favorite part of working on Acapulco? I would just say, like, overall, like, probably a, it's just a great learning experience as far as, you know, a different culture, different language. Um, all the producers, writers, creators are all really open and playful to where uh, they encourage, you know, they encourage a state of play that, that brings a lot of... Um, a lot of humanity to uh to the comedy and 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 this world and it just like it feels effortless which is uh really rare on uh, a scripted show oh that's really awesome to hear do you have any words of advice for other actors out there uh or maybe other prospective future actors on how to be embracing i mean i'm just telling you cord right now i would like to give you an honorary Latino card, if you would accept. I'll take it, I'll take it. If you would accept it here on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Now, you know what would you tell if this, everybody about if this? this is my official Latino card, I'm taking it and I'm putting it in my pocket and I I, I, I will accept. He's gonna Woo! use he's gonna use that against us if when we go back No, no, movie. no, I, I am, this is my card and you know, whenever I need it, it's there. <laughs> Hold that. What could you tell other creators, actors, writers, directors, or the future about this vibrant, colorful cult culture of ours? I can't even get the words out. Sorry, but I just, we want to see more of it on screen. We want to see it. Don't you, Cord? Yeah. What's your POV? I, I would just say, like, <laughs> encourage, like, exploring and being unique and, uh, and, like, individual with what the stories you're creating, you know? Everybody wants more positivity. I feel like that's uh, I feel like it's a good place to live in. I love that. And Camila, what's your take? I mean, are we there yet? We're seeing ourselves more on screen. Yeah, I think um, I think studios and producers need to 
greenlit our stories to not be afraid. It's not a risk. It's actually, I mean, we have so much to contribute to this industry. Latinos are like 70% of the, you know, the population here. Like we, we, we want to be represented. We want to be seen on screen. And like, for example, all these movies coming out, like in the Heights, um, like, like, it's just so, so amazing. So I, for me, it's just take more chances on us. It's nice when people feel seen. That's how I feel. And I hope a lot of people get to experience that. Thank you. Well, they should start by watching Acapulco season two. Yes. Congratulations to you both. Thank you so much. God bless. And all the best of luck on your paths. Thank you so much for your time. Thank Thank you. you. Yes, Acapulco, you guys. Rachel, holy smokes, yo. Wow. What do you think? Amazing. Oh, not of me, of the of Acapulco. Both. Well, I mean, that was great. I gotta, I gotta check the show out. I yeah, definitely check it that out. Sounds like a fun show, and it was a fun interview. Oh, wow. it's fun indeed. Oh, I can't wait for season three. But it's like you love these characters, no matter yeah. what their intentions are, because they all bring it. And I will say this too: there are life lessons and one-liners in there that make yeah. you pause the television real quick. Mm. You know, when you hear something deep and you pause it and you have to rewind 15 seconds just to hear it again. Mm-hmm. Right. There were some deep one-liners that I totally related to, but I really enjoyed talking to the cast. Shout out to everybody. Thanks for all the time and also the compliments and for being so open with Latinos Out Loud, for really giving us not only the inside scoop on the show, but also talking about personal stuff and the journeys that everybody's been undergoing. Nice. And um, it sounds like it's another one of these, you know, Latino shows that have been coming out that have been really funny. You know, we had Godita Chronicles, which hopefully is still trying to find a new home. And one of my favorite shows of this year, This Fool, which is on Hulu with with a friend of the show, Frankie Quinones. I shout out to Cholo. Cholo, Cholito. If y'all haven't watched This Fool, that show is legitimately like LOL funny. Hilarious. And now this, and now the Acapulco. So Latino comedy right now and on TV is looking good. Like, you know, we got a lot of funny, you know, writers' rooms and creators and showrunners doing their thing. So continue. Let's go. Let's Let's go. go. Let's support it. Let's watch it and share it. It's so funny. I swear I would not steer you wrong. It's a really great show. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Uh Definitely. uh You know what else you're going to check out? (laughs) What? Jamie, 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 What's up, Keloqueros? Keloqueros. Ooh, Keloqueros. Keloqueros. Shout out to Yero.com, you know, news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Gotta shout them out. And of course, you know, they have a bunch of news uh, for Latino men right now. 
Yeah. You can check them out at yellow.com and, and see what else, what is new this week because they always got something really interesting. Last week, they were talking about the Hispanicized Summit. So this week, um, I'm sure they have something uh, really cool um, on the site. So I would go to yellow.com if I were you. Um, also, uh, Jay Ferns Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns Twitter. And Frank, I'm looking at you. What's what do you got to say? To I want to give people? a shout out to the United Palace um, Uptown. Um, mm-hmm. They've been having some dope events. Um, right. They're going to have uh, Al Pacino. Um, Lynn is going to be interviewing him in a few, I, I think, in a week or two. Wait, but uh, Black Rose put up a post of uh, of an animated series that they had. Um, they had the uh, the animator there and the creator of it. And a few weeks ago, they had the Black Panther, um, one of the Black Panther um, actresses there, and they actually played the film. But I just want to give a shout out to United Palace. They've been doing, you know, some dope stuff. So follow them. You know, um, Lynn is doing some great stuff over there. Shout out to Mike uh, Fieldstein. Shout out to Minolora. Um, they're really, like, you know, really honing in on United Palace, and they're, they're having some really, really nice events. So go follow them. It's like we're doing it uptown, Washington Heights. Shout out to Lynn, shout out to his dad, shout out to that whole clique out there. They're really doing it. They, you know, we, we're on the map, baby. That's a another, classic theater. Another event thing. that's going to be taking place there is the Dominican Film Festival, which is coming ooh, to New York. Ooh. Yes, opening yes. Night, no, November 1st at the United Palace. Guess what film? A friend of ours, shout out to Catherine Castro, former guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Shout out to her. She always shows love on Instagram. Yes. Um, and like since always. that interview, like she's always shown love in the comments for everything. Like she definitely supports. So I definitely I'm a fan of of Captain Castro. I agree. I concur, uh, Jamie. I, I got a I got a story to to say about her. Uh, for our hundredth episode, I was mad nervous. And for some reason, I don't know what she hit me up on the on my on my on my DM and she said, be calm and have fun. And I don't know, like it just for some reason it, it resonated with me. I don't know. And she just put those words. She didn't say anything else. And I've never had any words with her. And I was like, wow. And it was just like it hit me. And like she's like Jamie says, she always supports us. She always like likes our stuff. She always comments. So shout out to her, man. I well, re- shout you know. out to her. Short film week is going to be premiering on November 1st at United Palace. Go to DominicanFilmFestival.com for more information. That's happening November 1st through the 9th in New York City. Watch out for LOL. LOL will be in the building. I hosted a panel at the MTV building 1515 Broadway in 2018. I was 40 months pregnant. Mm. I was super big up on stage. Catherine was on the panel. Kiki Melendez was on the panel. Mm. Um, uh, Laura Gomez was on the panel. It was really fascinating. Oh, my God. Come to think of it. I I think everybody on that panel has been a guest on the Latino Latinos Out Loud podcast. Wow. Well, look at how networking works. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm hosting that panel and I'm just like, hey. I'm the pregnant girl, the one that almost gave birth during the panel. Um, <laughs> would you like to be a guest on the show? But now, nah, like, check it out. It's a real opportunity to network. And shout out to all the Dominican creatives with films in the festival. It's quite lovely to see our culture represented so nice on mm. the big screen. Wow. Um, okay, we're doing que lo que es. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out the Tuttle Twins, season two. 
Headed nice. to Utah this weekend for the red carpet. Nice. Going, Season two, going. Rachel? Already? I'm going, going back, 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 back to, to Utah, Cali. Utah. <laughs> Utah, Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. Season two. Here it is. Nice. Uh, so check out the Tuttle Twins and follow me at Rachel La Loca. Follow the show at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call, 978-LATINOS. And, uh, you know, we'll see you real soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks for being on this ride with us. On that note, we are...